Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Everclear, frontman Art Alkakis. Welcome. Oh, man, thank you for having me, boys, but you butchered the hell out of that. Dude. Yeah, that's that's what he does best. <laughs> Did I really? Let me give you the little tutorial, okay? Art, okay. for one thing, you said Alkakis. That's like three Ks. No, we don't, oh, we don't, sorry. Do, we don't do three Ks. Okay. <laughs> Alex Sockis. Alex saw the band kiss. Alex Sockis. Try Try it with me now. Come on. Alex Sockis. No, the dude almost did Alex Sockis again. (laughs) Samsonite, you were way off. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) What's up, fellas? How you doing? Better now, man. Yeah. It's great to have you. Sorry. You get the grumpy old man. I'm on vacation. I didn't even know I had like a half hour ago. And my wife's like, you know, my wife's like, you go to work? I'm like, yeah, you like, you, you like all the stuff we do? We got, you know, <laughs> yeah. Cause so. And you had every excuse to bail. We would have been fine with it. No, nope, no. Nope, thank nope. your wife. I will. No, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't bail. I, I really appreciate I, I, I've never gotten over it. I've never taken it for granted when people want to talk about Everclear. It's it's awesome. it's an honor, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah so, it's, an honor, you know, it's an honor to have you on, too. That being said, don't butcher my name anymore. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> he practiced, too, is the thing. He just practiced the wrong way. <laughs> I can you, tried can so... you guys read my shirt, or is it backwards? I can read it. Yeah. I enjoy it. We get Rom- to I enjoy romantic walks. What does it say below? Yeah, that? to the to the taco <laughs> stand. Taco <laughs> truck. Nice. Taco truck. Nice. <laughs> love it. Love it. Anyway. So yeah. So I'm in Arizona uh, at my mother in law's house. My family's here. My daughter's here. She does a camp here every year just to spend time with grandma. You know. And uh, Very nice. And. Uh, it's it's not it's always nice coming here. It's cool. It's great. I love Tucson, Arizona, but man, it's hot. Yeah, they're going. Yeah. You, you guys are going through a massive a, heat wave over there. It's hundred and seventeen degrees today. What? <laughs> we thought we had a bad in Pennsylvania. <laughs> you do in many many <laughs> ways. <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote a song in Pennsylvania, in fact. Oh, <laughs> to a oh, public school. Oh, you're going, you're going deep, dude. You're talking about yeah. Pennsylvania Ed from uh, yeah, yeah, the North. exactly. Wow, yeah. I'm a little impressed, a little bit. Yeah, should no. have had Mark introduce you. I know, <laughs> I know. Someone who knows what the hell they're talking about from Alakaka. Alakaka, Alakaka, man. That that was bad, but that wasn't the worst. I'd have people add syllables like "art." Oh, it's like a like a like a like a like And I'm like, "Boom shakalaka." I know, right? I know. Turn it turn it into a hip hop song or something. Cool. What's going on, fellas? Well, speaking of songs, you I 
I was really excited to hear Heroin Girl, you know, speaking of going back to the Sparkle and Fade days, but the live version. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about this new album coming out. Oh, man, we're stoked. We, we recorded it. It was the last show of the 30th anniversary tour, which was last year. And it was on December 4th at the legendary Whiskey Gogo, which I grew up in L.A., right? And I've been to that place many times during the punk days, the rock days. Um, I'd done bad things backstage, backstage <laughs> with people's girlfriends when they were on stage. I mean, I know this ain't much to look at now, but I, I had a thing, you know, 30, 40 years ago. <laughs> but uh, and, uh, and I'd never played there. I'd never played the whiskey. And wow. when we got offers to play bigger places, we got an offer from the whiskey. And I'm like, no, I, we got to play the whiskey. And this guy called me who used to work for uh, Capital. And he's like, hey, man, I got a new record label with this guy. You want to make her an album? I go, that's awesome. Absolutely not. I don't want to make any more records. I've made 11 <laughs> records. I don't need to make records. We record a couple of songs. I know. I'm. You know what's great about getting older and just kind of, curmudgy just being a pissy old man you can get away with it you just don't (laughs) give a shit i just if if and i said that on stage if it ain't fun i don't can i cuss on the show of course yeah yeah. if it ain't fun i don't fucking want to do it man and (laughs) i i wish i hadn't waited so life so late in life to understand that if it doesn't give me joy i don't want to do it that doesn't mean i don't clean the, the 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 bathroom or clean up after myself or take out the trash because that makes my wife happy and my wife (laughs) makes me happy and boys you know what i mean by that so (laughs) my wife's 20 years younger than me yes it's it's good to be the king and (laughs) um (laughs) so that gives me joy by doing that but you know what i mean it's like doing uh playing shows that for places i don't want to go to and and for people that i I don't think they're good people or, you know, just working in the, the business. Uh, unfortunately, I wrote a song about it on my second album called You Make Me Feel Like a Whore. Because mm-hmm. when you're when you're in the machine, man, you, you, you think that you're going to be this autonomous punk rock uh, idealistic person. But you learn that to get to the place that you want to be to where you can be that kind of guy, you have to you have to put up with a lot of shit yeah i guess you're that, you're working for the people that you're writing about the bullshit authority oh yeah oh yeah i, I was oh yeah everything to everyone that was about yeah. the head of uh uh capital records at the time i mean <laughs> I, I he's like thanks for the hit and i'm like thanks for the inspiration <laughs> <laughs> that, that conversation really happened man this is a great song thanks for a number one hit and i go Thanks for the inspiration, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing that I've gotten so far in life by being the dick that I am to so many people. I'm, I'm, but the thing is, I'm not to anybody who's a decent person, but to people who front on you or come up on you or try to tell you what you're going to do. Yeah. Doesn't work for me. Oh, yeah, I have to. I lost you guys for a minute. Sorry. I'll get. Ah, we're good. I guess. Where are you guys? So you guys are in Pennsylvania. Where in Pennsylvania? Uh, I'm in a place called Quakertown, just outside of Philly. Mm-hmm. Philly. Sweet. Yeah, we're playing Philly. Yeah. The tour coming up. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So you, you got the the Atari's. The Atari's are opening up for you as well. 
Did you say the Atartes? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Chris, it's rubbing off on me, bro. We, we got a we got a case of the Mondays over here. <laughs> Brother, boys, that's all you gotta say. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% down with that. I woke up this morning and I'm like, yeah. Plus, excuse me. Oh, gotta sneeze. Um, I flew like everywhere yesterday, and didn't get, didn't get into here till damn near midnight. And I've been flying since like I left the East Coast at like 5:30 in the morning. And I'm just wow. like, I'm flying all over and I'm just, so this morning I'm waking up. I'm like, awesome, man. I'm going to go get coffee from Dutch Brothers Coffee, which is, I can't find everywhere. It doesn't, it's not where I live. I'm going to go get that, take my daughter to camp, take her out to breakfast, you know, do all this good stuff. And all of a sudden I got like 20 interviews to do, which <laughs> don't get me wrong. I right. feel, I'm blessed that people still want to talk to me about Everclear and what's going on. So that's wonderful. It's just when they throw it on you last minute, it's, you're kind of like, really? Anyway. So, but I'm glad you guys got a sense of humor. And, or oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, I, I've tried not to be such a pissy old man, but hopefully you guys can watch it later. And just go, that was fucking fun. Uh, yeah. There's no question. That, that, so, is why, that is why we do this. Awesome, man. This is fun. So you guys do this shit with your buddies. That's pretty cool. That's pretty yep. cool. Yeah. And it's really, we, we have this whole community of music lovers, which you are, you know, we, we go on this rock boat every year. It's called the rock boat. Have you ever been on a cruise by the way, for uh, playing music? No. And the, so do you guys do a, an actual cruise? Is that what's going mm -hmm. on? Yeah. Where it's at, on a Norwegian where cruise at, line. Out of Florida? Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, dig this. So I have never been on any cruise i've been asked to do them by everybody and their brother okay um even my good friend um kevin from uh the warp tour don't want to do it i don't want to be on a boat <laughs> i don't have anything against boats i'm not freaked out about boats but just i don't want to be on a place where everybody knows who i am but i don't know them and uh, makes sense and you're kind of stuck so yeah. I've resisted it, but then we got an offer for just fucking ridiculous money for not. <laughs> the, hey, everybody's got a price. Yeah, right. absolutely. Hey, everybody's got a price. And everybody's any, got for, a break for point. anything. Don't think exactly. You, don't think you're mean. <laughs> you're not. Um, but uh, you know, not this January, but January 2025, we're doing one. Uh, with some really cool bands out of, uh, I think it's Norwegian lines. It's out of, it's it's out of Tampa and it goes to Mexico for like two amazing, uh, like four shows. And uh, so we're gonna do it. I told the boys nice. we're gonna do it, and uh, yeah, and we're all gonna make a little money and bring our families. And, you know, very cool. Eat some Mexican food, which is always, you know, look at my shirt. I mean, come on. Right? I, I grew up in well, Southern... Well, you don't have to walk too far. No. That's right. Don't bring the taco truck. There'll be a taco boat. Yes, right. Taco taco, taco barge, right? Like a barge. <laughs> anyway. Um, but no, so you guys do a, do you do a show every year? So, yeah, so the, a, a the rock boat has... 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the rock boat's been going on for the last uh, 20... This will be the 23rd boat that they've done. Wow. And um, it's ran by a company called Six Man, and then Sister Hazel is, is has always been the host. Oh, oh it's um, the that, Sister yeah. Hazel thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've yep. asked us to do that. I love those guys. Those two guys yeah. They're great. They've asked us to do it, and I'm like... They're like, man, we'd love to have you. I'm like, man, it's so kind of you to ask, but no. <laughs> and they're, awesome. they're always like, they, they think everyone's going to say yes to it. Probably everybody does. And I'm like, nope. Hold them out. Well, I talked to your bass player. He wants to do it. And I go, well, he's fired. So. <laughs> love it. That's, that's how the power runs in my band. No, I that's, don't. Yeah, that's my how bit, it should run. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I've, I've been in other situations that are democratic. I'm a very democratic guy. Don't get me wrong, but when it comes to a band, it's got to be a it's got to be a friendly dictatorship. You know, yeah. it just does. Or shit doesn't get done. You have to yep. have someone. The buck has to stop with someone in any organization where someone has the word to get the last word of like, yes, we're going to do this. No, we're going to do it. And, and hopefully people have got respect and trust in that person to make the right decision, you know. But, um, yeah, that's the way it's always been and never clear. And because nice. I, lear- I learned, I grew up with other bands and people would make, yeah. you know, they'd sign the labels and just get absolutely reamed by, by management and different people. So I've learned so much in my life now that I, I, I'm a life coach when I'm not on the road. And I work oh, wow. so- I've worked solely with creative people, people who work in the creative industry, you know, like Mark, you're I, a life coach. I am um, a life coach as well. Are you really, yeah. what's your, what, what in, in what, just life coach in general or. So it's for wellness. I'm a physician. Oh. I've worked with physician males uh, okay. and we, we have a business um, fit dad collective. Oh, okay. Speaking of which huge fan of your, your documentary, the other F word. It was just incredible, but that wasn't mine. That was Jimmy Lippert, but yeah. Yeah, no, but I mean, just you being so honest and putting it out there. Awesome. I appreciate that. Um, Fit fit Dad, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. And so you're a doctor. I am. You're a doctor and you you do well. You're a wellness coach as well. I'm I'm a life coach. I'm a uh, sobriety coach. I'm, you know pretty well publicized i've got 34 years of of continuous sobriety and i'm nice. i'm pretty big into recovery and my my uh sober fellowship and the whole thing that's been a big part of my life um congratulations on that thank, thank you and then yeah. the other the other uh then i'm a master life coach i did the extra two years of master life coaching uh, under creative so yeah yeah man Hell it's, yeah it's cool i'm and i'm going back i started going back to school during covid online to get my, I promised my mom she passed in 20, 2006. And, you know, I was already really successful at this point. And, you know, she's like, I want you to go back and get your college degree before you, b- before you die. And I'm like, I don't want to do that, man. I want to go to school. <laughs> I fucking hate, I hated school. <laughs> I, was, I was smart, but I just, all I ever wanted to do was get high, play rock and roll, and get laid. And I'm 61 years old. And except for the drug part, um, yeah, I still want to play rock and roll, get laid by my wife. <laughs> Good disclaimer there, yeah. No, my wife's hot, man. Why would I want to 
plus he's smart and funny. Why would I want anything else? But <laughs> but now, and you guys can relate to this, the drugs and the alcohol. Um, I'm still an addict, don't get me wrong, but I replace that with food. That's as you get as you get all the guys are like the hell. Yep. Older, as you get older as a guy, man, food is the bliss, right? That's <laughs> yeah. that's the bliss, and that's the glue a lot of time in a lot of relationships is, hey, man, you want to get some tacos? Oh, you don't <laughs> like tacos. You want to, oh, but you like pastrami sandwiches. Let's go get pastrami. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, <laughs> which is horrible for me physically to eat food like that, but I do it anyway. So moder- talking about moderation. food. <laughs> and and moderation you got this huge tour coming up what is what is it like when you're on the road like what's the like what's the the gluttony like with the food the gluttony <laughs> um you know it's a, it, it's it's like there's you guys live in pennsylvania where there's great regional food you know uh, milkshakes cheap, well milk that's not a milkshake that's a coffee um <laughs> but uh the cheese sticks i mean you oh, know, yeah, yeah. who's your favorite cheesesteak? That that battle will go on forever and ever. And we, I'm a Jim's guy, but you okay. know, respect. I'm, all, I, I'm open to going. You know, I'm going to pass. I'll go. I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go check it out. I'll, I'll. I I'm I'm a team player, dude. You want to get the whiz? I'm not a fan of the whiz. I'll get I'll get down with you like that. And we're all kind of like that. But it all revolves around something spiritual and kind of not of this earth that is of higher importance football it all revolves oh, yeah. around football let's, oh, let's yeah. get it straight go birds. Ball. that's so, funny because i was gonna wear my reggie white jersey today but I didn't. oh well well i'm representing boys can you see that oh nice yeah yes. oh, that's awesome see the seahawk yep 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 so are you guys all eagles fan or is there a steelers fan hiding in there somewhere no nope. birds eagles. all the way yeah heartbreaking season last year <laughs> Yep. Am I back? Yeah, you are back. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, it's the heat. man, you guys, you guys got such a team, dude. I, if you do not win the trophy this year, I don't know what to say. I mean, you got. I'm gonna blame Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> I'm gonna blame Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm blaming Vegas for Russell Wilson not giving the ball to fucking. Marshawn Lynch on the two-yard line. Oh, yeah. What was that, 11 years ago? I'm still mad about it. I'm still mad about it. And this woman, this woman woman who's uh, who's on a a phone earlier with a radio station in St. Louis started talking shit about, oh, yeah. Art, I wanted to talk to you about Everclay, but first, can we talk about Super Bowl forty nine. Like, no. lady, lady, you, lady, you just made the list. <laughs> Not made today. The list. Made the list. Man, I'd rather you pronounce my last name wrong. <laughs> no, she got it right. You guys fucked it up. She, she, she got it right. Yeah. I got to give that to her. But then, but then she brought up. Then she brought up the worst day of my life, or one of them. You know, and because uh, I'm. A, I'm such a I'm such a like loyal football fan, dude. I don't play um yeah. I don't play uh fantasy football because yeah, you, you'd have to you'd have to root against your own team. I can't do that. 
Oh, yeah, I got kicked out of my league this year. Did you? <laughs> I, I, have a, I don't have a hard time imagining that. He was not keeping up with uh, his lineup changes. Uh, just, oh. just, I, so I'm, I'm real big into the, the aesthetics of it, right? So, like, when it's draft day, uh, I got a setup. I got I got coolers with beer. I'm I'm having a good time. And then like the second or third week into it, I'm just like, I don't I don't really care. <laughs> then you just start like, kicking shit over like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's just like I don't I don't I just give like my phone to like a relative and say, Can you do these picks for this week? And uh well the deadline's already passed. And I'm like, oh well someone's gonna be pissed in the group. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know which one that is too. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I I just I just I don't know. Anyway, you want you guys want to talk about rock and roll? Maybe? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Do yeah. it. <laughs> so you know you have live at the Whiskey a Go Go coming yeah. out September eighth. Um, it's new live album, double what? live album, double nice, double vinyl. Which for a guy my age, I'm sixty one. I grew up in the seventies, and all the cool bands had double live albums, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, I actually wanted to call it double live at the Whiskey a Go Go, but you know, I, I was I was convinced not to. Okay. <laughs> but no, yeah, it sounds great. We recorded it last December, last show of the 30th anniversary tour, and uh, man, it just I'm really proud of it because Everclear. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen us live. Um, mm-hmm. We don't sound like our records. We never have. You know, it just, I grew up in a time in the 70s when you made a more produced sounding record because you had to listen to it more times. It wasn't an immediate um, two-dimensional thing like a live show is. It's just, in a live show, it's just, to me, it's loud or louder. That's the two, that's the two levels, louder, louder, and <laughs> just in your face. And that's what this this record is. I don't know if you guys have get, gotten a chance to listen to it. You said you heard the heroin girl thing, right? Heroin girl, yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's rocking. Yeah. Yeah. But, What's uh, it like, you know, 30 years at it, you're going on, you've got a ton of cities coming up. I think it, it, it kicked off on June 30th and it goes all the way to late October. You know, looking no, no, back. No, 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 no. We started in January. We, we, at the end of this year, we'll have played 95 shows. What? Damn. And we're we're all guys, guys in our mid to late fifties. I'm in my early sixties, so what a yeah. legend! What a legend! I I don't know about wow. a legend, but you know, so we get to play rock and roll for a living. This is a blessing, man. And Absolutely. We, and even though the travel's hard, you know, we're not like a huge band traveling around in private planes and multiple buses and stuff like that. But we don't care. We we just have a great time. And we get to play rock and roll. And we make all my guys make a good living. Everybody owns their own house. You know, it's the dream. We're living it the dream. Truly is. Yeah. And, for sure. and not only that, as 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 like a, a you know a, a master of your craft, right? You're up there performing. What is it like as an artist to see ge- you inspiring generations? Like you see grandparents out there with their with their grandkids, and what does that mean to you? Not only as an artist, but like also as like a, a as a father. As a father, yeah. No, that's a really great question because, you know, we've, we've been noticed over the last few years, especially since COVID. Um, I think there was a sea change with, with, with uh, adolescents. 
because um, I know there was with mine for sure. But as far as our the makeup of our audience, I'd say now 20 to 25 percent and growing are late teens, early 20s, late, mid, late 20s. A lot of these kids weren't even born or they were in diapers when we were putting out records and they know all the words. We played a mm -hmm. show. I forget where we played it like two or three days ago. And there's all these punk rock kids. It was a rock fest in Wisconsin. And I thought, and it's mostly like metal bands and more heavier bands. And I'm thinking, man, we're going to get like a, not a lot of people, a bunch of old crusty Everclear fans. Dude, it was packed, like 5,000 people out of their minds singing all the words. And it was, like you said, it was generational. And as a parent and as a guy in a band, as someone who's been around through it all, you know, 30 plus years, it's it just feels good that that rock and roll still resonates you know that that it's because that's what we are you they called this alternative back in the day i'm like we're not alternative sonic youth is alternative <laughs> we're rock man and mm -hmm. and proudly and i just i'm just i just feel blessed that people still want to hear and be a part of great rock and roll and this tour going out with the ataris and and Pink Spiders is going to be a great tour in clubs, you know, like 1,000 to 2,000 seaters. It's going to be fun, man. I hope people will check it out. You've played, obviously, in venues all over the world. Where do you feel the most at home when you're performing, like on an inside or an outside type of setting? Usually inside, like clubs, big yeah. clubs. I think a 1,000 people is the perfect show. It sounds great. You get that, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it resonates. It, it makes you feel good because everyone who's on stage who feels the need to be exposed like that has some sort of low self-esteem. It just, it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. And, and you, you, uh, it, it gives you that, that enough of that sound where it just sounds great and feels good. But at the same time, I can see people's faces and I can, and I can sign. And I like that. I like being able to get eye contact. And when you play uh, like big, big, big places, like the biggest place we ever played back in the day was uh, um, Woodstock 99. Mm -hmm. And that was, I mean, they were so far away. I had to jump down two levels. If you ever watched, you can watch it on YouTube, the whole show where I'm jumping down, me and Craig are jumping down to different levels past security just to get to the people. I think the crowd was like 75 feet away from the stage. <laughs> Just like, I like it when they're right there. I hate barriers, man. I want them right yeah. there. Mm -hmm. And because uh, that's it's how I came up in the clubs, you know, the old school punk, punk rock thing. So um, so to answer your question, I, I, I just, I like to be able to hear and feel the crowd and be able to see what they're doing and just feel like I can we're doing this together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Music, it's an emotion, you know, it's all about Absolutely. the connection. Absolutely. And Music is medicine, of, baby. It is. And I talk a lot of shit on stage, man. I talk, <laughs> I talk, I talk smack on stage and, uh, it's, it's fun. You know, to me, if you're playing rock and roll or going to a rock and roll show and you're not experiencing some form of joy or fun, they're doing it wrong. They need to get a new job. I 100%. see too many, 
too many guys in bands who look so serious all the time on stage. I'm like, man, yeah. go get a job, make some real fucking money. Be a dentist. I guarantee you, if you're a dentist looking at people's mouths every day, you're going to look, you're going to look like that. And you can get all that fucking eyeliner and shit. And... <laughs> How awesome would that be? You go to a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and he's totally fucking goth, and he's like 55 years old. <laughs> it's like Alice Cooper being a dentist. <laughs> totally, <laughs> Alice Cooper. Yeah, absolutely. Or, so, or sounds or, like a new Geico ad or something. Or Robert, Robert Smith, just yeah. really like emotional. You have a cavity. Well, to. We, we appreciate your time, first off. So thank you so much for being Thanks, willing guys. to do this. Um, Thanks, guys. You know, fun. we at the podcast want to also appreciate just how authentic you are. And a couple of years back, you shared with your fans that you've been battling MS and kicking MS's ass for a while now. Um, and, you. you know, through... Fit Dad Collective, our sponsor, we just want to let you know that in your name, we are donating $500 to the MS uh, Foundation and MS the Society. National MS Society. Yeah. So we're going to have a link below for all of our listeners. Uh, so, you know, in HeartSpark dollar sign, you, you say, you know, you possess a power that's bigger than the pain. And right. I just want to say, you know, keep on fighting the fight. And hopefully with the donations, listeners, we can get the best of this MS. My, my grandmother on my dad's side uh, battled MS for years. The treatments are better, but let's just keep getting better treatments out there, everyone. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, thank you, Mark. Thank you for saying that. And thank you for the, the, the generous donation. Just so you guys know, I put my money where my mouth is. Every year we go on tour, we give a dollar from every ticket sold on tour to either uh, Sweet Relief, which is a great organization uh, that, that, that started with Lucinda Williams, you know, her diagnosis and, uh, with MS. And they, they help people who need help uh, in, in the industry. And, of course, we, we give money every year to the uh, MS Society as well. And at the same time, because of my sobriety, I, we, we tend to give, we, not tend, we give money every year to uh, Music Cares as well to help with people in recovery. So everybody does their part, man. If everybody does their part, there's nothing we can't do. And it's not just a, that's not just a Hallmark card statement. It's fucking right. true. It's yep. really true. And, uh, or as my, as my 15 year old tells me, team, Teamwork makes the dream work, Daddy. I'm like, that is like the most stupid thing I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> Coming out of you, it's awesome. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, boys. Thank you for the work you're doing with with, with everything, guys. I really appreciate it. And maybe you. Get, maybe maybe the sister Hazel boys will get me on a boat someday, and we'll see you guys. You know, yeah. that would be pretty cool. I'll bring you a cheesesteak. There you go. Jim's. Jim's. Make it part of the contract. I like, yeah. I like Jim's myself. Jim's, the white, Jim's. The, white, the white cheese, which is hard to get on the West Coast. The yeah. white American cheese. Now, real quick, is American sure. cheese really a cheese or is it a cheese food? I call it a cheese. Cheese. I would. It's too complicated. I'm just going cheese. Cheese. It's cheese. I, 
I, anyone I who says cheese. anyone who says any they're too fancy and they don't belong in this fucking show right? i agree <laughs> all right boys I'll we will you. see you out on tour this fall and, and we'll be at the philly show so can't all wait right. i hope i can meet you guys in person man be well okay. awesome enjoy enjoy right. vacation see you guys Bye.